listening to the Power Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everybody. This is Tonya Don Reckla, and I'm super excited to have with me today Bert Oliva. So I'm going to let him say hi, but I'm not done. I want to brag about you, but you can say hi to everybody first. Hi, everybody. So welcome to the show. So Bert is so delightful. This guy is testing the bounds of what it means to be superhuman. And I'm really, really excited to have him share some of the experiences with us. But he's been for decades changing the world with regard to what's possible and living courageously. You know, one of his quotes is live life. Don't let life live you. So, you know, right off the bat, he's our peeps. And so I'm really excited to have him here. He travels all around the world just showing people what's possible and, and teaching them that they're capable of so much more than they think they are. And he really does embody that with such a huge heart and his energy precedes him everywhere he goes. So you're going to feel that here when I actually let him speak. But Bert, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Tonya, that was such a great introduction. Thank you Aww. so much. I'm really happy to be part of the show. I'm excited. Oh, good. Well, we're excited to have you here. So we jump right in and we're going to ask you, what are your superpowers? See, I was waiting for that question because I had listened to some of your podcasts. <laughs> like, you know, when you go to Oprah and Oprah says, well, Bert, you know, how long have you been doing this? I was like, I, wait, I was waiting for that question. <laughs> you did your homework. That's the only way you make your dream work. You got to do your homework. That's right. Oh, oh, are we talking about action? Is that what we're talking about? I love it. <laughs> I don't know about this. Please go back and look at a previous recording. And then that podcast, they talk about action. Yep, they do. Commercial. That was just a commercial. Well, power. Perfect. My superpowers are helping, helping people find their true potential. Because I believe greatness is inside of everyone. However, society, your significant other, and other situations and circumstances sometimes tell you that maybe you're not that powerful, you're not that weak, and everyone has greatness. Everyone has a superpower. So my power is to really help people to tap into their potential and create the lifestyle that they deserve to live. I love that. And you do that in some pretty unique ways. You know, I don't want to give away all your secrets, but I think it includes things like fire and glass. Let's talk a little bit about these extreme things that you do with people to help bring that out of them. Well, years ago, when I was like a little baby, no, when I first started my career, I used to work at a company called Xerox, and Xerox had the best sales training in the world. We went up to Leesburg, Virginia, and that's where the training was done. And I was able to meet Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar. They turned you on to all these great speakers. And I said, man, one day I'm going to be able to do this. However, I realized that at that moment, they were either Anglo-whites or black Americans. There was no Latin speaker in the industry. And I said, this is perfect. This is a good opportunity. So, You're like, I got this. <laughs> so I started working with a lot of them. I started mentoring with a lot of them. I paid my way to go to their events. I paid my way to get to know them. Long story short, most of them became my friends, and most of them have shared the stage with me. One time it was a dream, it became a reality. And then when I started doing this, I started realizing, well, you know, a lot of people do breakthroughs, and society has this condition that you have to have a breakdown before you can have a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. You televisions, like, you know, the person became a drug addict. They lost everything. They were about to kill themselves, and then... Now they become successful. Why? Because they had a breakdown. Well, what about if we have a breakthrough without having a breakdown? That would send a different signal to your subconscious mind and let you know how much superpower you have inside of you. So we decided to do it. And also, Jim Rohn also told me, look, Bert, you know, people like entertainment. 
So Zig Ziglar says people like knowledge. So I said, well, we put it together as edutainment. We, we have the most breakthroughs. We have people eat fire, walk on glass. I don't do the fire walk because every time I do it, they associate me with Tony Robbins, which is not a bad thing. However, you know, that is his thing. I actually put people on the bed of nails with a cinder block. We get a sledgehammer and break the block on them. No one's ever gotten hurt. But every breakthrough has a reason for the breakthrough. And once they do that, the audience participate, even people that don't want to come up and do it because it's not, I don't choose, the person chooses to come on stage, the whole energy of the room, everyone actually works as a team to make this breakthrough happen. And while we're doing that, we're also teaching why we're doing it. Like, for example, when we do the fire eating, we're telling the person, you want me to do it first? They'll say yes. I said, look, this is really important. Reason being is because if you see someone else do it, then obviously you know you can do it. Look for a mentor and look for someone that's doing what you're doing. Like right now, there's someone out there that's saying, man, you know, I want to do a podcast one day. Reach out to Tanya and say, this is what I want you to do. Can you teach me? Can you help me? Two things will happen. She'll either say no. She says, yes, that's what I did. I talked to Les. I said, Les, I want to learn how to be great. You'd be surprised how many people, when you really go up to them for real, not as a sales pitch, and you tell them, I need your help. Can you help me? They'll at least they'll give you five minutes. Yeah. Those five minutes that will change your life. The dumbest question is the one we don't ask. I think that's so true because when you break it down, like all of us who do this work, all of us who are transformational in some capacity, I have yet to meet somebody who truly didn't at least start off wanting to do it for a good reason. They wanted to create change for themselves. They wanted to see that kind of reflected in society. And the majority of those folks in the personal development self-help arenas we love nothing more than to do what we do. It's like, come talk to us. Like, oh my gosh, you want to make change? I got something for that. You know, we're so happy just to have people want to listen. I think it's a great, great point that you're bringing up. And the fear is always like the stories that we concoct around the fear is always 20 times greater than what can actually occur. So, you know, playing that game with your mind, like what's the worst that can happen? Like they can say, no, well, you've been told no before. Like you're not going to die. But what if they don't say no? You know, I think that's such a valuable point. No is one step closer to yes. Mm. And as fear, fear is false expectations appearing real. So one, like Wayne Dyer says, once you choose to change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm, absolutely. Look at things differently. You'll be surprised how much more potential power things are there for you. Mm. The reason you have them is because you choose not to take action. Well, and I talk a lot about what I call the abstract frequency. And so it's really playing in that total creative space and taking responsibility for everything that exists in your existence. And, and what I found in really moving into embodying that space was that everything you do there is almost completely counterintuitive to what you've been taught to do. So it's almost like you have to break all the rules again, just like, you know, when most people talk about coming out of breaking out of the matrix or whatever, you know, what to do that. Even just talking earlier about watching The Secret for the first time, like, oh my gosh, like, is it possible that things aren't what I thought they were? You know, you had to really be willing to challenge rules and norms of reality that you thought were concrete. And I see that happening again now for folks who did a lot of journeying in that capacity, but they get to that what now place and realizing the, the only way you did it before was you were willing to question everything that you once accepted as real. So doesn't it stand a reason that you may have to turn around and do that again? Yeah, Tanya, let me tell you. I truly believe that everyone has greatness inside of them. In fact, I sometimes I'll ask in the audience, how many of you have ever had a mistake in your life? 
you know, you've had, you made a mistake or have had a mess. How many of you ever had a mess in your life? Raise your hands, right? They'll raise their hands. What about, have you ever been tested? You've had a test and you failed. They'll raise their hand. Well, guess what? Mess is part of the message and test is part of the testimony. The thing is that most people compete with each other. They're like, yeah, but, you know, maybe Bert's going to be on stage or Donia is going to be on stage or don't worry. It's not about that. It's about you. It's your moment. The way I tell people all the time, look, we're living a movie and you're the main character in the movie. So if I was to watch your movie right now, will it be a good movie or a boring movie? What's your final chapter going to look like? (laughs) We used to talk about that all the time when I did uh, surveillance for the government. And we'd sit there and it's like, you know, people think the surveillance is, you know, sexy and all kinds of fun and stuff. There's, there's moments. It has its blips. But for the most part, it's about 9, 10, 20 hours of not exciting. Yeah, we used to sit there thinking about that and be like, okay, so if somebody was surveilling us, what would our life look like? And for the most part, you know, most people are pretty consistent in what they do. And it's kind of Groundhog Day every day. And so I love that you just said that. It totally reminded me of my former life doing surveillance. That's awesome. But are they willing to do what it takes? Yeah. Are they willing to do it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm willing to wake up an extra hour earlier. Look, let's say you work a nine to five, right? And you want to get out of that nine to five mindset. You have six till two in the morning. What are you doing in those hours? Are you watching reruns? The news? Like I tell people all the time, news, CNN, constant negative news. If it's not negative, it's not news. So why are you watching these things? If something is really bad, or something really bad happens with social media, you'll find out. You don't have to. <laughs> yep, that's right. You're going to know. So use those hours to work on your craft. Mm-hmm. Use those hours to build what it is you want to build in your life and what you want to leave behind, the legacy you want to leave behind. You have enough of time. See, everyone, Donald Trump, Bill Gates, myself, yourself, we all have 24 hours in the day. Yep. The question is, you know, not that we don't have enough time, it's what you're doing with your time that makes a difference. Absolutely. Well, and, and I used to fall victim to the whole concept of, you know, if somebody else is doing it, then why should I? Finally got to the point where the only reason I could really think to do it, I mean, there's all the good altruistic reasons, like it's good for the world, it's you're helping people, all these things. But what really did it for me was, you know what, because I want to, like, I want that experience of doing it. I want to crack the code. I want how it feels when I know that I've reached out to somebody and helped them. And when I was willing to sit in that, sometimes that's all it takes. You know, just what do you want? You know, what are you going to choose to use these moments for? And I think that I love the whole, like, what is your mission here? What is your purpose conversation at a certain stage of the game? But I've noticed that it really does paralyze people at other stages of their development. And it can become a trap of thinking that, well, if it's not this big, huge, grandiose world-changing thing that you're doing that there's no point to. But sometimes the biggest impact are the baby steps. It's just taking one little step and then what transpires because of that. And everything you're talking about is absolutely in alignment with the idea of you just have to move forward somewhere, somehow. For example, look at the podcast. How long have you been doing this podcast? Probably about 14 months or so. Well, let's say first month, right? First month, you get one interview, maybe two. Second month, you may be getting one or two. Now you have a lineup of interviews. Now it becomes easy. So what happens two years from now when it's mainstream and everybody's listening to them around the world? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was lucky. And people have this perceived value that, oh, it happened overnight. Look, when you go back, do your homework. I'm telling this to everyone. When you see anyone who's been successful, truly successful, 
And I'm not talking about illegally. I'm talking, I'm talking about that really have worked their buns off to get to where they're at. And you think they're overnight? Go do your homework. Yep. The average person goes to between seven to ten years before they make it and become an easy overnight success. Yep. And that's what people don't realize. It doesn't happen overnight. Well, and and truthfully, I think that we have to kind of take the hit for that because I believe that we've built a whole industry around saying that it's easy. And I feel like it's happening for two reasons. One, that when you get there, it is the easiest thing in the world. And sometimes we even forget everything we did to get there because it's like, oh, yeah, I just did this thing and look who appeared and it was magic. But it's like, look at how you've been setting that stage your entire existence. And so I do think people kind of get amnesia a little bit. But then the second thing is, is that nobody's going to buy it if we tell them it's hard. <laughs> like nobody wants to do that. And so ripping the veil off of that and saying, here's the deal. It's the easiest state in the world to exist. And however, there is challenge in getting rid of everything that's not that. You know, because people will say to me, they're like, well, you know, why would I want to do this? All you ever talk about is the fact that I have to work at it. And I said, because here's the deal. Like, I'm not going to set you up for failure and tell you that it's always going to be easy. What I'm going to tell you is that it's going to be worth it. And if I can't emulate anything else, then allow me to emulate that because that's what's going to get you through. And you have to really be willing to face that. I would say the setup is the hardest part, the getting started. Mm -hmm. Because once you do what you love, you're not working. Right. not work. This is just something that you created, and it took a little couple of knowledge, you know, some, maybe some brainstorming sessions with Justin and yourself, and maybe saying, okay, what software we're going to use, how we're going to implement it. That's the hardest part. Yep. The next thing was, okay, how do I get people? And then the third thing is, now how do I control so many people? Is it really work? Yeah, of course, you can call it work. It's going to bring eventually bring you the amount of money you want and the lifestyle you want. It's work, but it's not really work when you love what you do. It's you, not I can hear how much you love what it is you're doing here. Well, you also, I mean, we're definitely cut from the same cloth with that. And again, it's easy. And I think a lot of folks are disillusioned. And so the first little hiccup that they get, they're like, oh, well, I must not be on the right track because it's not easy. I love to bring up this story. I know I brought it up in a number of shows about the guy standing on his roof and the city's flooding or whatever. He's praying to God, come save me, come save me. You know, and here comes the boat and the guy's like, hey, jump in, I'll help you. He's like, no, 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 God's going to help me. God's going to save me. And then here comes a helicopter and all these other things. And then the guy's up at the pearly gates going, hey, what happened, God? Why didn't you save me? He's like, I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. Like, you got to take some action. How can I help you if you're not helping yourself? And so I do think that part of it is the perseverance of even if it isn't easy in that exact moment, still moving ahead and seeing what it looks like on the other side of that, because it's very hard to see clearly in the midst of, you know, when we're breaking down our own obstacles, right? I agree with you. You know, and the thing is, not only are you trying to break up the own obstacles, all the people that are around you telling you you can't do it. Oh, my goodness, yes. You're going to get a lot of those naysayers. But to me, that's what you need. Yes. Because if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> It is, and the sandpapering helps you build that conviction because you do have to have a really solid foundation in and of yourself to walk that path and to be willing to stand up and hold true to what you believe and to make sure that when you're in the midst of people, and and you and I talked a little bit about this, you're holding potentially somebody's hopes and dreams in your hands in a singular moment because of how they perceive of you. And when you aren't owning that and when you haven't done enough of your own work, then you can cause some real damage in those moments. And being in awareness of that and being able to kind of set your own fear and ego aside to sit with that person in their space is a real gift. 
And that's what I know a lot of people really, really want to be in that space. And that's why I think it's worth the effort. It is. It's in the Bible. You reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. So what are you reaping? Are you reaping enough? Are you really pulling, pulling out enough? You know, what, what is it? Where do you want to be? Like, for example, with you, Tonya, where do you want to be five years from now with this podcast? World domination. Okay, what does that mean? I really want to bring to light the playfulness of the personal power conversation as it relates to superpowers and challenge people to push the bounds of what they think is possible. Okay, I believe it. When you said it, at first I get the joking and everything is awesome because that's really the message you're giving out there. I can see this happening. Mm-hmm. Every listener that's listening to this podcast needs to be part of something great. So if you love what she's doing, the way you can help is share it with the world. Let other people, maybe not this one, maybe there's another one that you like, a different podcast, share it. Let people know. We need to collaborate. We need to work together to make this world a better place. I want to change the lives of 100 million people in a positive life, and I'm going to do that in this world. However, I'm not going to do it on my own. I'm going to do it teaming up with you guys. I'm going to do it teaming up with less. I'm going to do it because it's compound interest. you got to spread it out. What I tell people today is, look, go ahead, and if you find something you like, share it with the world. That's the only way the secret made it so big. It was shared with the world with this good content that you're getting here today, not because of me being here, because I went back and did my homework with my team. And when we heard, I think it was four or five of them, we actually went through four or five different podcasts and we realized this is good stuff. I want to be associated with this. Hmm. And that's what's important. So go out there and share. Don't keep it to yourself. I know you want to be better. I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the audience. I know you want to be better. And I know I'm talking to you and you want to be better because if you learn all this stuff, then you'll be great. But you'll be even better if you share it with the world. Because then when you start sharing it, you start owning it. It's part of that. The more you give, the more you will receive. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. And I love that concept. I talk about concentric circles a lot. And it was so interesting. Once I got the framework down for SP, the immediate, almost immediately I got hit with this knowingness like, Now go find everybody doing this stuff and figure out how you all can play together. And so it's bringing people together to play in an environment, but then also joining together all of the efforts of other people. Because superpowers doesn't appeal to everybody. It's got a wide bandwidth, but for the most part, like not everyone's drawn to it. And so there are many, 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 many other ways to create change in the world. For what you and your team are doing is phenomenal that regarding the outreach that you have. And what you do with children in other countries. I mean, it's just, folks, I told you that when I said this guy has has his heart of gold, it's the truth. If you ever get a moment to sit down with him, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. But the value really comes in how do we find a way to exponentially increase the power in what both of us are doing and expand on that. And the way you do that is be willing to show up. And it's, you know, I'm touched beyond measure that, you even bothered to listen to some of the podcasts. I, you know, a lot of people come on, they're like, okay, what are we talking about? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be painful. So it's showing up 100% in everything that you do. And if I could overlay you with an additional superpower bird, I would say that that's, that is what you do. Um, and that's what you model for people. Thank you. You mentioned there, how do you do it? Real easy. First of all, you show up, whatever it is. If it's Tonya is doing an event in Chicago, don't worry how you're going to get there. Just show up. Show up. If you believe in this person and their message and what they're doing, you show up. Next thing is take action. You got to take action and then share it. Share it with the world. If you do those three steps, not only will you help her expand and get to her dream, but you will reap what you sow. By helping her achieve her dream, your dreams will become a reality. 
That I can guarantee you. That's the way I've done it. And that's mm-hmm. the way we, we work together with so many types of people all over the world. And, you know, there's a young lady, uh, Dion Chamberlain, that works in, in Belize. When we went over there, I was there in Belize. I was there on my honeymoon. I had finished doing an event in a different part of the island, and they knew that I was there. And they're like, Bert, it's awesome to have you here. Can you speak to a couple of children? I looked at my wife. I said, you know, this is our honeymoon, but this is what we love to do. She says, okay, let's go. So we've got 5,000 children in two-day span. So there goes my honeymoon, right? (laughs) So long story short, we connected. We built strength. She says to me, I want to be able to talk to 10,000 people. She had just started her speaking career. Mm. But it's done. She helped me talk to over 50,000 children in Belize. And that was five times the goal that she wanted to have in order to speak to 10,000. She spoke to 50,000 people. Now, when you go to Belize, you look her up, Dr. Dion Chamberlain. She's actually the one running all the motivational and, and seminars up in Belize. So this, how does it work? You got to really go do it the old-fashioned way. One hand helps the other. You know, you go and the person you're helping is either at your same level or above you. Don't try to grab somebody from beneath you because if you're not strong enough and you're not standing strong, they're going to bring you down. Make sure that you're strong enough to bring them up. Absolutely. You keep going with that process. You know, like I know we're going to work together. Mm-hmm. I know Justin and, and us, we're going to do work together. I know it. How? I don't know. It's not my concern. The how is none of your business. I love that. And it really does pay off in dividends when you get to that space. And it's, it's just so fun to listen to you talk. I'm very excited about the potential ahead of us. But let's go ahead and wrap up just for the interest of time and the poor podcast production folks. But we could talk for days. So if you're up to it, I'd love to have you back on the show. Maybe we could pick a topic and, and kind of mull it around a little bit from our different perspectives. I love to show people an example of what it looks like when two thought leaders who don't use the same words and don't operate in the same paradigms kind of come together and can dialogue about something. Would you be up for that? Whenever you have an idea and you want to work with us, you let me know. And if we're available, you can count on us 100%. Uh, You know, I believe that, Bert, and that means the world to us. So real quick before we go, I want to let people know where they can find out more about you. Where where would you like to send them? Very simple. You look up the name Bert, B-E-R-T, last name Oliva, O-L-I-V-A. Once you look up that on Google, I'm all over Google. We have different websites. But if you go to BertOliva.com, once you look at our website, my website, you'll be able to link to all social media and connect with me with your favorite social media. Awesome. I think that's perfect. And I know you all are going to want to pay attention to what he's doing next. He moves fast, though, folks. you got to keep up with this guy. So, <laughs> so we'll do our best to, to rein him in whenever we can. But follow him. Reach out to him. See what he's up to. Um, they've got a lot of really neat projects. And so we'll make sure that we stay entwined, but take the effort too. When you reach out to me, tell me where it is that you heard me. Tell me that because of, you know, Tonya, you went ahead and connected with me. It's important to let people mm-hmm. know. That automatically will bring you closer to me because now I'm like, okay, so you actually listen to her podcast. And I'll have a question. I'll say, which one did you like? Because I've listened to most of them. <laughs> That's people relationship. That's oh, Absolutely. So don't just go to my site and, and click subscribe to Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. Don't do that. Just go ahead and contact me. Once you subscribe, let me know how you found me. And mm. that's all. Then I can come back to Tonya and say, hey, look, six people, 10 people, 500 people came to me because of you. And I that love that. makes her feel better. And making her feel better, only better content and energy will come out of that. Absolutely. It's very cyclic. So very cool. Well, Bert, it's, it's always a pleasure. 
We love what you all are doing. It's just nice to know that you're out there doing your part in the world as well. And I uh, look forward to all of the many ways that we're going to be able to collaborate. Thank you so much. Absolutely. To all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.